Hi, everyone. Um, thank you so much for coming. I'm so excited as always. And we are doing different topics every time we have the webinars. So this week I have, I think like everything is in front of me here. So if I glance down, it's not because I need to read it. It's just to remind myself of all these things I want to talk about. But I want to also allow you guys to participate as well. I know it's so interesting when everyone does have questions. So just to reiterate, like John said, please unmute yourself if you have a question or you could put it in the chat box. And John was going to control all that this time. So we'll get everyone's questions in. Um, if I don't get to finish all the topics, then they will obviously be in the next ones, which will be in two weeks. Um, okay, so we're going to start off because so many people ask me and always have questions about the dating profile and the photos. So I thought that would be a great way, um, a great place to start. Okay, dating profiles. Clearly, a lot of you are on the Black Tie Club. Some of you might not be, which is fine. I'm here to help with dating. Um, so when you're creating a dating profile, there's a few key factors that you should keep in mind. Um, clearly, if you're on all of these sites, if you're on a few of them, there's hundreds of thousands of people. You want to stand out. You want people to remember you. So here's a few things that just to keep in mind, some of them are going to be very obvious. Some of them you might think like, oh, wow, let me try that. This might be more successful. First and foremost, be honest. I know, again, that's so cliche. Don't lie about your age. It is not worth it. You are eventually going to tell someone what your real age is. And I promise you, it always comes back to haunt you. Is it the biggest deal and the biggest lie in the world? No. But what I always get back or people always ask me, well, if they lied about their age, what else are they lying about? So keep your age real. Keep all the information about you real. Your height, you don't need to be taller than you are, shorter than you are, your profession. Honesty is always the best policy. And especially when you start dating someone in the beginning, honesty up front. Um, the second thing is be confident when you write your profiles, um, but be humble. So you could talk about accomplishments. You could talk about things in life, places you've been, but try not to brag. You don't want to come across arrogant, but one of the number one things that people are most attracted to are, is confidence amongst men and women. So that's very important. Um, tell a story with your photos. I have a whole other um, topic that we are going to get into what photos you should do. But when I say that, what I mean is don't just give a snapshot of you, a selfie, you know, five selfies or a woman or man in the car, which I know is a popular one. You want to differentiate your photos. Tell a story with them. So let's say for an example, if I was single and someone saw my photos by looking at my photos, it kind of talks about who I am. Maybe I'm at the gym. Maybe you see me cooking, maybe traveling. Little things about me in those photos that could talk more about who I am and, of course, who you are. Um, be specific when you write and keep it interesting. So perfect example. When people write hobbies, we are all used to just writing, listing your hobbies. Uh, love to work out, love to travel, love to cook, love to ski. Instead of doing that, be a little more specific. So for an example, I love cooking. And one of my favorite things to make is a turkey for Thanksgiving. I love traveling. One of my favorite places to visit was Turks and Caicos. I can't wait to go to Paris. Be a little more specific. People will remember that. And also, it's a great conversation piece. See, that's what you have to remember. When you're writing your profile, you're looking to get attention. You want to show the people out there, look who I am, read about me. And one of the biggest complaints I get is that people reach out, they don't get responses. 
give them a way to response. So sometimes when you write these little things, someone might write back to you, oh my God, I've been to Turks and Caicos, where did you stay? It's again, a conversation piece. Um, another thing, write what you're looking for, keep the superficial things out. Men and women both have a habit of doing this. I am not familiar what all the other sites ask. Um, I know for the Black Tie Club, we do ask what are your non-negotiables or your deal breakers? That is not shown on the screen. So if someone asks on any app, what are you looking for? Don't list superficial things. For an example, I'm looking for a tall, dark, and handsome. I'm looking for a woman who is has a phenomenal body and long hair or sexy legs. No, you want to talk about traits. Um, I, for an example, I work with the Humane Society and I absolutely love animals, would love someone that loves animals as well. Um, I am extremely established. This is what I do for a living, really looking for someone driven like myself. Things like that will come across much better than if you specify a certain look you're looking for. Um, always be positive. I know once again, that's probably obvious, but you would be amazed how many times I read a profile and sometimes in the middle of the about me part, they're complaining about something and you want to keep it positive. People like positive people. People want to be around and, and gravitate towards happy people. So another um, thing- Cheryl, we have, we have a question. Somebody asked me. I, oh, I, wonderful. I'm going to let you take a breath and if um, you maybe want to take a <laughs> water real quick. Uh, um, how should somebody handle disclosing sensitive topics such as children or divorce in a dating profile? In the dating profile. So first of all, usually like for us, we talk about, you know, we ask the question, have you been married? Have you been divorced? And you just answer the questions. But what was the question though? Like, what is the question? I don't think I understand yes, what you're what asking. Somebody had written it in and just said, you know, how should they handle disclosing something such as children or divorce in a dating profile? Okay. So again, usually profiles will ask, do you have children? Obviously, yes. And you could list the ages. Are you, have you been married? Yes. Have you been divorced? If there are some- a, lot, a lot of them let you optionalize answering that. So I understand how we do, but like, just as an example, Bumble will ask you that, but you, you don't have to show it. And so therefore- I, you know, I'm just surmising what the person might be asking, but, you know, is it better to disclose you have children or wait until you talk to somebody or, you know, et cetera, et cetera? I would absolutely always disclose you have children. Um, there's nothing to hide. Remember, that's your package. I also say you don't necessarily have to disclose their ages if you don't want to. I don't think anyone should ever hide that they have children. Look, there are some people that love children and that might be a huge positive. Also, if there's somebody that doesn't like children, you want to know that off the bat. You don't want to meet someone that after meeting you is like, oh, wait, you have kids. Oh, gosh, you know, this was a waste of a date. I just don't want to meet someone with kids. And also with the divorce, um, you can say if there's a section and you wish to say, you know, recently divorced or divorced for five years or 10 years. Great. Don't ever put a reason why you got divorced clearly. You never want to say that, you know, it's contentious or anything like that. I would keep what? it short and sweet. One, yeah, and some somebody, uh, another attendee has asked two back-to-back -back questions related to it. One, the first one was, "What if you've been married several times? How would you handle that one?" And then, uh, and then the follow-up was, "What if you actually you're still married? You know, like you're not divorced yet, so you're separated, you're heading towards divorce, but you're not actually divorced yet." Right. Okay. So if you've been married, okay. So this is 
when I say tricky. Yeah, I'm, the first one was what, just, you know, how, how do you tactfully disclose that you've been married several times, you know, if, right. if that's an issue? So, again, it depends what the question is. Have you been married? Yes. I do have some people that will write yes. And then they'll write for an example, 10 comma five, meaning they were married 10 years and then five years. Again, I'm about honesty. Now, if you were married a few times and you don't want to disclose, let's say you were married three times, you can just write, you know, married, yes, a few times, um, <laughs> you know, but you can. No, you can't because there are people, listen, there's, you know, I know someone who's phenomenal. She was married three times, twice widowed. You know, there's always reasons, but I think a better thing would to be right is just, yes, you don't have to specify two or three times, in my opinion. Um, let somebody learn more about you before they make any judgment calls like, okay, wait, you know, this person is non-committal or this person clearly can't stay married. Everyone has a story. So, so I don't, you know, I don't judge and no one else should judge that. Um, and what was the part two question, John? There was another question. Which is a good one because I, I myself was in this situation, you know, a few years ago prior to my divorce. But, you know, how do you handle the fact that you may be not technically uh, still married <laughs> and you're on the dating app? So, again, you know, your marriage is over. You're going through the motions. For those, for those of us who live in Florida, you know, it takes at least a year to, to get separated and fully divorced. And. And so um, I believe our, our guest here is asking, how do you handle that on a dating profile? Do you, okay, you, know, so on do you say, hey, I'm in the middle of a divorce. Uh, do you just not mention it? Do you wait till you meet him in person? You know, what's your advice there? So uh, my advice, and this is what I tell people that come to us. So first of all, as a matchmaker and for the Black Tie Club, we won't take anyone unless if they filed. Okay. So when people filed and they don't live with their spouse, to me, that, you know, that's safe to date. Um, on the actual dating profile, I guess also it, it depends on the questions. Would I put that in a profile, you know, file, not legally? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put that in. Clearly, you should only be on, I mean, really, at the end of the day, you should only be on a dating profile if you do not live with your, your soon to be ex spouse and you filed. Because look, I have plenty of clients that filed and they're divorce is taking five, six years due to, you know, a million other things. Um, but they are, you know, fully, you know, separated, they're physically separated. I would not disclose that on a dating profile. But clearly, if you start interacting with someone private messaging, that's a different story, then yes, be very honest. I just want to let you know, I filed for divorce six months ago. We have been legally, you know, we have been separated for the last year. I do want to disclose that to you because I like to be upfront. Usually people are fine with that. Um, what we won't take is someone that tells me, and I've gotten calls, I'm thinking of getting divorced. No, that's not going to cut it. Or I file, but my my wife lives upstairs. I live downstairs for the Black Tie Club. Or I'm um, recently separated, right? Or recently, right. Like I moved out last week. We haven't filed yet. I'm looking for attorneys. I would wait for that to happen. Definitely. Okay, great. Thanks, Cheryl. Why don't you keep going? Okay, perfect. Um, so we were just talking about um, being in a good mood with writing and then um, using a little humor in your profile. People love that, using a little sarcasm. Yes, you want to be serious, but you want people to read this and laugh. And one of the biggest things everyone always tells me is the person that I end up responding to is someone that made me laugh in their profile. So that's also very good to know. Spelling and grammar. 
this is actually really funny and she's not on here so I could say this. I have a girl in our database, wonderful. She wanted me to go over her profile. She's like, Cheryl, I write men and she's a beautiful girl. I don't get any responses. So I said to her, sure, I'll be happy to go over it with you. We were on the phone together and her about me, no capitalization. There were so many grammatical errors and I'm talking as easy as like there, T-H-E-R-E, T-H-E-I-R. No punctuation. It looks like almost a seven-year-old wrote this. And I said that to her. So she's laughing. She's like, do you think people really care? Yes, they care. They do care. And you don't have to use big fancy words, but you have to know how to write. You have to know how to capitalize a letter and definitely spelling errors. Could it happen? Of course. Every sentence, you can't have a spelling error. So that's very important. Go over your profile. Look, when we all type, it's so easy to accidentally put in the wrong letter. Proofread your profile, very important. Um, and this is also a really interesting thing. Um, be clever. So I have someone in my database who told me <laughs> she did this, and this is fabulous. She's like, Cheryl, I wasn't getting any responses. So in the section where she could write, um, Oh, they correct him. Yeah, I was just reading Hadar's <laughs> message. That's really funny. Um, so she wrote in her about me, okay, um, that she is the and how did she say it? I actually wrote it down. Okay, that nobody could beat her in Connect Four because she is the champion. And she's like, Cheryl, my messages skyrocketed. She's like, I woke up. She's like, Cheryl, I've never woken up to more messages and everyone challenging her to connect for. It gave people like something clever to write back. It caught people's attention. She had been told, she said to me, I've never been talking to more people in my life. And just that one sentence. So be clever, be cute. Maybe you're great in cards. Maybe you're great with chess write it and be and get attention with that. Because again, people a lot of times look for a reason or look for something to say. And a lot of times why you don't get responses is people are just a loss for words. They don't know what to say. Give them something to ask you about. Give them something cute to write back to you. And um, this is a very big thing. You know, I like to tell everyone this. It's it's about compatibility. It's not about numbers. It's about the quality. It's not about quantity. We all get rejected. The most beautiful men in the world, the most beautiful girls in the world, the most successful people in the world do get rejected. You cannot be everyone's type. All we need is one person to connect with. You don't need hundreds of responses. So I always want people to know, try not to take everything to heart. Really, you can't be everyone's type. To keep plugging along and keep on responding to people and reaching out because eventually you will connect with people. Um, so that's pretty much these little tips in regard to the profile. Does anybody have any questions or would like to add something that might be helpful as well? also that, to help everyone else. One of the uh, people asked, how long is like the ideal length for the, you know, the about me portion of the profile? You know, what's interesting. I was talking to someone about that. I like when someone writes a lot, when they write detailed, but you don't want to read a novel. So I would say about two small paragraphs about yourself where someone could read it and get a really good feel of who you are. You don't want to write five paragraphs for it because people are going to stop reading it and probably swipe on you. Write enough that you capture someone's interest, but you don't write too much where they still have questions about you. That's my opinion about that. 
Great. Anyone right. else have any other questions on this? Is this yeah, or advice or anything that you guys want to add? No. I'm sure Cheryl will be happy to take a look at your profile if you uh, email her afterwards. Um, let me just see here. Uh, ba -ba -ba -bum. This is interesting. Is it beneficial to have your friends review your dating profile before uh, you put it online? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, the only thing you have to be careful of, you you know, choose your friends wisely. I do know. <laughs> yeah. I'm being serious. And I know this in the girl world. I'm not speaking for everyone. Listen, um, you know, there's jealousy when people are single and there's competitiveness. So make sure that someone that does check your profile, you trust and you know that they have your best interests at heart and they really will advise you to write or take away, you know, the things that you really should. So that's my only advice with that. But absolutely. And sometimes a friend, a really close friend might even have a suggestion like, oh my God, you forgot this. And, you know, and it adds to your profile. So just be careful to who you select with that. <laughs> okay, thanks. Okay, anyone else? All right, Cheryl, why don't we move on? We'll move on. Okay, profile pictures. Very important, super important with your profiles. Okay, first and foremost, the biggest question, how many should you put? In with the Black Tie Club, we suggest seven, only because a minimum of seven is required for there to be a really nice collage on top, which your pictures rotate. If you ask me what is ideal, five. I think five is great. I do know someone once said, well, less pictures are better because then they're more curious about you. You could look at it like that. I would do no less than three, say three to five. If you ask me five pictures, gives you five different looks, which I think is super important. Um, so that answer for me is five. Um, definitely try to use as many full length photos as possible. And this goes for men and women. Men want to see the whole body shot. Women want to see the whole body shot. And, you know, I understand that you don't, you don't have to stand in every picture, but you also like looking at the screens for all of us right now, you don't want five pictures like that. So you definitely want at least a few standing pictures. And then of course, other poses, which is great. Um, one the profile picture, people always ask, what's a good profile picture? The number one photo that gets looked at by most people are a headshot in a profile picture. Something that is clear. Don't do a picture where you're so blurry or there's some kind of glare coming in so you think you look better because all your imperfections aren't showing. No, people tend to swipe on that. So when you do your profile picture, a nice headshot that's clear is the way the route to go with that. Um, and try to display different looks in your photos. So for an example, and I get this from a lot more so from women than men, um, change up your pictures. What I always suggest women to do, do a daytime picture if you're going to lunch with your girlfriends. Definitely do some type of evening picture. If you were going out on a Saturday night, what would you wear? If you have one formal picture in there, maybe you're attending a wedding or something, fine. Do a working out picture or some activity. For an example, if you're very outdoorsy, do a picture of you hiking. Do a picture of you water skiing or something like that. I do get asked a lot, should I put a bikini picture in? My suggestion is no. Do a lot of people listen to me with that? No. Um, so you want to put one bikini <laughs> picture in? That's fine. I personally think someone needs to earn to see your bikini photo. Let that be a mystery. You don't need to be naked for your pictures. And I say the same thing to men. Some men take their shirts off and are in a bathing suit. I, I say you stay away from that. 
be clothed. You could still look phenomenal, yet be clothed. Um, with men, I love a button down in jeans. Again, you're going out on a Saturday night. Maybe you wanna throw one picture in with a blazer. Maybe one picture, again, You maybe you ride bikes or some activity. Keep your pictures different, um, have different types of pictures. You don't wanna have yourself in like, the same black dress with different with different pictures. You don't want to do that. So change it up and add color. Um, <laughs> very cute, Steve. <laughs> Hopefully you won't. <laughs> um, minimize the filtering. Oh, okay, we're all guilty of it. I know, especially us women. But you have to understand when you filter your picture so much, yes, the man is like, wow, she looks beautiful. She looks perfect. But do you understand what happens when that man meets you at a restaurant? I sometimes get a text from the bathroom. Wow, she doesn't look like her pictures. Wow, she really needs to filter a lot less. You want someone to look at your picture and say, wow, she looks beautiful. And in person say, oh my God, you're more beautiful in your pictures than you, excuse me, you are more beautiful in person than you are in your pictures. So I know if you want to fix the lighting in a photo, that's fine. Please try to look like yourself. They are going to meet you. That's the end game. Remember that. Um, keep your pictures recent. Clearly, what we do here at the Black Tie Club, I really like it less than six months. But overall, anything less than a year usually suffices. If you have a picture in here three years ago, that's not recent. I would always try to get the most recent as possible. Um, change up your pictures. This is a big thing. Actually, John and I were talking about earlier. Um, a lot of times people are on many sites. It's not just our site, it's several sites. And I always hear people complain, oh God, Cheryl, I saw that girl, she's on every site. But they won't remember you if you change up your pictures. So for an example, you're on the Black Tie Club, you have your shots there. If you decide to go on Bumble, you have different shots there. You would be amazed that you might get much more, you might get a guy who swiped, you know, swipe left on you over here, but swipe right on you over there. Change up your pictures. And even on the same site, I know a lot of people say, I go on, it's the same faces. Every three months, in my opinion, change up your photos, whether you take new ones, whether you just change them around, change up your photos and you'll be amazed. You will get a lot more attention and get people that really might have not acknowledged you first, acknowledge you maybe three months down the road just because of the change of pictures. Um, Keep the focus on you. This is really important. I know a lot of us tend to put pictures with a group, right? Usually, you know, a girl with all her girlfriends, a guy with friends, families. I understand that, but keep something in mind. You have one chance to capture someone's attention. You don't want them fishing through all the pictures to try to find you. You also don't want someone fishing through. Wow, he's a good looking guy, but wait, his friend is even hotter. Who's that? You don't want that. Eliminate that. Try to keep the pictures of just you. I do have some people that ask me, can I put my kids in? I love that. Um, personally, I like that. It shows whether you're a mother or father. It shows how close you might be with your family. But for privacy reasons, I very much respect when people don't want any family members in. That's fine. Would you guys all like to know the number one photo gets that gets the most clicks on? You ready? A photo of you and a pet. 
preferably a dog. That picture will get clicked on more than any other photo, more than a bikini picture, believe it or not, a photo with an animal, and especially if you have a dog. Um, it's, I guess it shows a different side of you, and especially when it comes to animal lovers, they love that. Um, and again, it's a conversation piece. For an example, you have a golden doodle. Oh my God, that is so cute. I have one also. And it's a great conversation piece. Keep that in mind when you do your photos. The more interesting the photo, the more apt you are to have someone write something for conversation. Um, another thing that you need to do is, and it's okay to want to show pictures of your lifestyle, but you also don't want to become across arrogant like and superficial. So for an example, um, let's say you're a big traveler and a lot of your pictures are from all over the world. I love that. It talks about you. It talks about your lifestyle. It talks about a hobby or interest that's really important. That's different than taking a picture in front of your Ferrari, taking a picture in front of your new expensive shoes. Do you understand the difference? So try to keep those things out. And you want to really, the pictures should tell a story about you. And I know I keep on reiterating that, but it is very eye-catching to someone who might love traveling. Or if you're constantly doing outdoor activities, someone who has that interest are most likely going to be more interested in you than the girl that's taking pictures in front of her mirror. Um, and let me see the color, the pets. Um, and uh, this is the obvious, although not everyone agrees. A picture of someone smiling will get clicked on much more than the fish lips that everyone does or like a serious face or, you know, all these weird faces that sometimes we see. I understand people like that, but um, a smile, Hadar is agreeing with me. A smile is what lightens up a face. A smile, you see the person, you want to engage. The little like is not that attractive. I'm being honest, it's really not. Um, so those were my little things about photos. Um, does anybody- we have a, have a we have, Here's a question for you. What um, uh, what other types of, of, or themes should people avoid in dating profiles? And I know as an example, I always joke with you at the office that uh, I hate, well, I don't wanna say hate, it's a strong word, but um, I don't think it represents the, the person the best when they're take a photo of themselves behind the steering wheel of a car. Oh, that's awful. Yes. <laughs> and then, you know, I, I see a lot of uh, women, you know, don't want to see shirtless guys with a giant fish in their hands, uh, you know, and stuff like that. What what other types of things should people avoid? avoid? So, yeah, it's really funny you say that. This thing with the fish. Now, I don't know. I mean, I see it all the time. Do I have anything against it? No. For some reason, it is the biggest complaint women have. If I see one more guy holding a fish, it's almost <laughs> funny. Um, but listen, if you are, if you like to fish, should one picture maybe be in the sailboat fishing? Sure. But I don't know what it is. Women have this and they hold up the fish and they're very proud of the big fish they caught. Keep it to a minimal, I think, with that. Um, the selfie in the car. Selfies in general. A lot of times I'm just grabbing my phone. You know, when we all just take pictures like this, they usually aesthetically don't come out great. Sometimes you're just, you know, distorted. So if you have to take some sort of, excuse me, some sort of selfie, um, yes, that is a very good point, Sherry. And I'm going to say that in a second. Um, a picture, at least like this, of looking in the camera. Um, 
my matchmaker Sherry said, which is a very good point. Women tend to do this very often. Pictures in a bathroom. It's hilarious. You know, you see the stall one behind them. And it's, it's <laughs> And another thing that actually made me think of this, which I didn't mention, which I'm going to right now, be careful of what's in the background. And I think I said this on a different um, Zoom we had that you'd be amazed that sometimes like a man will send me his pictures. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> like time out. Like you can't post that. There's like a bong in the background. It's fine that you do that, but like, yeah, let's get it out of the picture. Um, <laughs> underwear, a bra, no joke. Again, is it the end of the world? No, but it's in your picture. It's on like the right-hand corner, move the bra. Um, so we're all guilty of that. I think I am too, not really with the bong, but, um, um, you know, we're guilty of that. So when you do your photo, make sure your background is, you know, people do look in the background. So make sure it's a nice setting and there's nothing in there that you don't want in there. I'm curious um, for your opinion on this. I mean, I know you talked about, you know, no bikini photos necessarily, but, you know, do you think in general showing photos of people in a more casual environment, i.e. just, you know, uh, a beach photo and people are maybe in a bathing suit, but it's not the focus is really not that the person's wearing a bathing suit. It's more about them being very casual, right? As yeah. opposed to more formal, you know, do you think it's okay to have a blend or do you think people should, would, should lean a little bit more towards the formal? You know, I, I like a variety. Like I always say this, you know, we all picture things. So I like a variety. I'm not opposed to the bikini photo. And this is where I, I, you know, my opinion lies. Well, even for a guy, like a guy in a, you know, swim trunks and, and no shirt. I'm just, you know. So, okay. If the, I'm always reminded of that Seinfeld episode that Jerry had always said that uh, men should never be naked in front of a woman. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, if anybody remembers that one. (laughs) Okay. Personally, I, if uh, one of my clients gives me a pictures and there's like a shirtless picture, I'm always like, I don't want to use this. And I don't care how good he looks. If you want to do a beach picture, John, you can, let's say you're on a boat, right. And you want it. You, and you have, there's a great shot of you. Um, I'm okay with that. As you said, if it's not this like up close, like, you know, from your waist up and you're showing everything, I don't think that's necessary, but a picture on a boat, um, you know, again, there are some women and I really could appreciate this and, you know, they work out hard and they want to show that they're very physically in shape. One picture, if you must, is okay. Um, But I always think like a man should earn seeing a woman in a bikini. It shouldn't just be like, look, here I am. And I'm even going to jump to this for a second. Like when we talk about first date and second dates, do you know how many men ask me? I would love to invite her on my boat. First date? No, you're not. No, you're not. (laughs) She's not going to be on a bikini on your boat on the first date. So that's the way I personally feel about pictures. Plus you're you're trapping her, you know, you're not in in an awkward way or or him or her, you know what I mean? Right. Right. And you want it to be about the connection first, not like, oh my God, she has the hottest body. I'm definitely going on a second date with her no matter what, you know? But again, if you do want to put a picture, it is not a be all end all of having a beach picture. But like you said, John, I kind of like that. It's not you standing and posing in a bikini, but rather something that involves a bikini. You're water skiing, you're, you know, you're running on the beach with something. I didn't read what that said, John. Did you read the chat? Uh, travel destination, active sports, mountain hiking, conversation starters. Thank, yeah, Michael's Michael was giving some suggestions. Oh, yeah, that no, that's great. Thanks, Michael. Thanks. Uh, before we move on to the next uh, topic du jour, is uh, anyone else have any questions or comments you'd like to make about the best photos? 
I think, and I apologize, maybe you did or didn't cover it, but, you know, especially because professional shoots really don't cost that much. Do you think it's it's worth people's while, if you will, you know, to make the investment to have a professional photographer? I, I talk about that all the time. I, this is my opinion. I love it for the men. Love it. A lot of times the women don't need it. And if they have it, it was usually for occasion or for work. Great. If you already did it, beautiful. Women tend in general to take more photos. We'll take a hundred pictures. And if we love to, it's worth it. Men aren't going to do that. Men will be like, okay, sure. I'll go take my picture. They take three. They give me the three. It doesn't matter what they look like. They just hand it to me. So for me, I love when the men take professional photos. Oh, it, it looks phenomenal. Um, They look like them. Men do not filter. They're not going to have different looks. They don't put makeup on I tend to think again if a woman has them already for a work purpose um, she did it for a holiday card beautiful but a lot of times when women start doing professional pictures they start not looking like themselves and it's so interesting how many men actually love women more natural looking so I suggest it for the men definitely and for the women only again you know if they don't have but usually nine times out of ten women do have good pictures because we have a lot is there a uh, rule of thumb for how old a photo can not be or should be or how recent, I should say? Um, you know, how, how what's what's the cutoff for how old a photo can I be? I don't think anything. I like under six months, but a year and under. Definitely a year and under. Anything over a year, you should update. You should. And what, if you're doing, what if you're engaging in some kind of activity or, you know, you travel to the Great Wall of China and it's five years ago and okay. you kind of look the same, but maybe you're a little grayer. Maybe you gain a couple <laughs> I'm just trying to, under, you know, I mean, is that okay? You just say, hey, this yeah, is okay. Cool. So Sometimes some of the apps let you actually put little comments, you know, with your photos, others don't. So you want to know something, um, Michael, you're so sweet, by the way. Um, yeah, I don't want you to go back to China just so you could take a more recent picture. So yes, if there's a great picture of you in China, you should use it. But don't use, don't make, if you'd use five pictures, all five of them can't be from five years ago. And if a woman asks, oh my God, you went to China, when did you go? You can't lie and be like, oh, two months ago. Oh no, that picture was a little older. I went several years ago. But yes, I mean, something like that, of course. But just make sure at least four out of the five are recent and again under a year definitely under a year before we move on i have one last question um is it ever okay to lie about anything in your dating profile no john okay why would you want to lie like what give me an example lie i don't about know them. just uh <laughs> i have no idea do you so lie I'm on your profiles sure. john <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, see no, Jerry, i agree by the way because it always comes back you know there's nothing that's um uh that uh, sets the wrong mood when somebody, the first thing they do is tell you that, uh, that they misgot, misled you by their age. Um, well, it's interesting. I will tell you this, and I'm going to kind of get this when I talk about the dating tips for men and women, but I will say this because this goes for a profile also. Don't BS your profile. Like for an example, for me, okay? I'm not going to all of a sudden write in my about me page, oh my God, I love sports. I love Sunday football. I can't wait for it's on. I never miss a baseball game. Oh, and when basketball's on, forget it. I don't even want to go out on a Saturday night just to get the attention of men because at the end of the day, none of that is true. I mean, I don't mind if my husband watches football. I don't want to be here every Sunday watching football. I don't watch basketball and, and baseball gets me crazy because they're so long. So. I think it is, um, oh, thank you. <laughs> I think it is so important. You need to be you. Don't try to be, whether it's on a date, we'll get that to in a second, or in your profile. 
don't be someone you're not. You're only going to want to attract someone that you're going to end up not being with anyway. So be as real as possible. And there's nothing I can think of that is worth lying on a profile. Not one thing I could possibly think of that is worth lying about. Okay, thank you. All right, let's hear uh, some first dates, do's and don'ts. Is that where you want to segue to? Yeah, so we're going to do the first dates, do's and don'ts, and it's going to kind of lead into like the tips for men, the tips for women, and then little secrets about men and women, which are really cute. I have, and like, I'm sure some of you are going to be shaking your head yes and no for the men and women. So the first dates, do's and don'ts. Again, I know some of it is going to be generic, and you're going to say, of course, but not everyone follows this. So I just want to reiterate to my group right here. Okay. Be on time. And I know everyone's like, of course, I'm going to be on time. Do you know how many dates I have where people are not on time? And I have people that will tell me even the next day with feedback, Cheryl, he was so great. I'm just letting you know, like I waited at the bar for 20 minutes and I'm like, you did, did he text you? Yeah, he did, but he was running late. I understand things happen and that's okay. There's certain things we have no control over. If you're going to tell me that you're in Boca and you're driving to Fort Lauderdale and sometimes there's traffic, leave room for traffic. My opinion is get there 15 minutes before. Try to get there 15 minutes before you're supposed to. So then if you hit a little traffic, maybe if there's a little wait, that is okay. But you have no idea how many times I hear. And when women, women notoriously, believe it or not, um, are are late and someone saying 10 minutes early is on time yes and that's and that's what i love people always say if you're 10 minutes early you're on time so remember a first impression on a date is so important i don't think anyone understands and it's little things like being on time when you get there and the other person is there it is such a good feeling not only that you're not waiting but you know what else that's showing that you're really looking forward to the date and you made it your business to be there not only on time but early so that's super important um once again, what I kind of was just saying before, be yourself on the date. I understand a first date, you do get nervous, you might have a little anxiety, be yourself. You have one chance to make a first impression and they want to see the real you. Um, be in the moment. Uh, don't be looking around the room. Again, I know these are, you know, given, but put your phone away. If you have children, I understand keeping your phone on put it in your pocketbook, um, put your phone like this and, and put it down on the table. Let them know that you're very much in the moment. Eye contact, again, so important. And I know sometimes out of nerves, we tend to just like, you know, look around a room, whatever. People want to know that you're listening to them and that you're interested in what they're saying. Eye contact is so important. When I do a lot of my interviews, it's amazing. I not judge, but I analyze when I talk to the men or the women, but because I interview the clients, um, I love the men that are just so focused and are looking at me and are tentative and are listening. I feel like that's a guy that's so much more serious about the matchmaking than a guy walking, you know, and looking all around the room. Um, Okay, using someone's first name. A lot of people don't do this and that's okay. But for example, if I am sitting across from my buddy, Michael, and um, and we're on a first date using Michael's name, like blah, 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 blah. So Michael, so what? how old are your kids? Blah, blah, blah. Michael, using their first name shows a real warmth to someone and it's engaging. Um, ask questions now. When I say ask questions, it doesn't mean ask questions from the time you sit down to the time you leave. 
Um, listen, you want to be a good listener once again, but it doesn't mean just listen and not talk. You want to be able to ask a question, ask a few questions and let the other person talk. Um, I do think that a lot of times it's nerves. I had one of my clients, it was so cute, tell me, like, you'll be so proud of me. I asked her so many questions and I'm like, really? And I got so excited and I spoke to the girl and then she's like, he was the sweetest thing in the world. Oh my God, did he have a lot of questions for me? I felt like I was on an interview and I was laughing because he took the advice and took it a little to, yes, ask questions but allow them to answer, allow them to ask questions back to you. Remember, it's a conversation. It goes both ways. You don't want to monopolize a conversation. So asking to show interest is super important, but listening is even more important. Listen to what they send, say, excuse me, and then ask questions about their answers. So that's very important to do. Um, How do you handle awkward silence? You're saying, you know, not necessarily to talk the entire time. And I'm sure we've all been on dates when inevitably at some point, there's just like some moment where both parties uh, are not saying something. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. I'm kind of kidding around with this answer, but if I set you up, just bring my name up. That's what I was told. Just bring up how you met me. You like me. You don't like me. You think my hair is too long. Don't worry. It's fine. You both have that common interest because, or Sherry, my matchmaker over there, because when there is someone common to both of you, you can have that discussion. Um, but that could happen, John. And I know sometimes, you know, you do have a moment of awkward sign of awkwardness and, you know, when it's silent, um, talk about the restaurant you're at. Think of things for an example, even before you go, okay, if there's ever awkward science, silence, excuse me, um, I know she told me she loves sushi. I'm going to think of a restaurant I've been to. It's okay to have that in the back of your mind. Like, so what are some other restaurants that you love to go to? Bring up conversation that might even give you a cue for the next date. And that's something else that I wanted to get into. Talk about your hobbies and interests. Um, and you're so cute, Hodar. Thank you. <laughs> um, talk about your hobbies and interests. People like to hear that. Like if you ever went skydiving, talk about your adventure. A lot of times I always have, you know, clients say to me, you know, the first date was great, but what should I do for the second date? I want to be a little more creative. And I always say, well, what do they like to do? Did you talk about it? And the men always look at me like, no, that's a good idea. I should ask her. Like, will you ask her what I had to ask two girls today? No joke. Two girls today. Can you just tell me what a few things that you love doing? I forgot. I want to put it in your file because they want to know what to do for the second date. Talk about that on your first date. Tell them what you enjoy to do. Find out what movies they like. And that's also another great kind of going back to your conversation, your question, John. Um, think about good conversation pieces, movies, music restaurants. Um, those are really great things. And of course, places you want to travel. Those are great conversation pieces that you could actually talk about for a few minutes. Um, before I continue, I know I'm kind of talking, I'm trying to get everything in. Does anyone have That's any okay. questions? Or does anyone want to input? I, I would love to hear what people think, you know, dates that they've been on also, you know, so please like. Somebody had written in, um, what are some signals to look for that suggest the first date is going well like how how can you tell if the other party is interested in you in my opinion and from all the feedback i've got over the 13 years um well first and foremost i think when there's laughter and i was going to get to that actually people might be like what do you mean 
when you start laughing with someone, you do, you get connected. You know, one of you said something funny. The other person finds it funny. Laughter is huge and it is contagious. I like that. Yes, Sherry. <laughs> Laughter is contagious. Um, I think when you're on a first date, I'm just trying to read this also. What can you do when you realize a person you met as well? Oh, okay. So I'll answer you in a second. Um, I also think that when you're on the first date, now I always tell my clients, do not ask a girl out for a second date while you are on the first. I am just, I say that to every client. And the reason being, I know sometimes dates go so great and you feel the energy and oh my God, so what are you doing Saturday? Every girl has said this to me. You leave them no choice, but to feel like they have to say yes, number one. Number two, this was your first date. They might have planned Saturday, but yet they're still very interested in you save it, you know, but to answer your question, if you want to show your interest, it's okay on the date to be like, this is so much fun. I don't remember the last time I had this much fun. I really look forward to doing it again, period. That is a wonderful way to let someone know you're having a great time. Um, you know, again, you know, the, the flirtatiousness, it's okay to be a little flirty on a date when you're having don't be too touchy feely. That I don't like. And a lot of girls, as much as they have wonderful first dates, will complain about that. Try to keep your hands to yourself. If things are going well, I promise you, you'll have more than enough time to be very touchy feely down the road. So, um, we, so Amelia has a question, but before we get to it, just a quick follow up on that one. Um, you know, I'm sure we've all seen swingers and I, you know, I forget it already. I think it was a 48 hour rule. <laughs> um from the movie Swingers with uh, Jean Favreau. I love that movie. But um, how sh how should one and you know either gender follow up after a first date? Like, what's the new, what's the rule in twenty twenty three? Sure. So this is what I always tell. First and foremost, and I, I say assuming, but. 99.999%, if not 100%, the man is treating the woman to dinner. So for, um, when you leave, obviously always thanking the man for the dinner. I love when the men always tell the woman, please, you know, text me when you get home. I want to make sure you get home safely. When the woman gets home, regardless of if you're going with, going to go out with them again, and I see what Sherry's writing and Sherry took the words out of my mouth, always thank them for the dinner. It is it is so kind and it is so generous when a man decides to take you out for dinner. Again, I don't care if you plan on going out with him again and I don't even care what restaurant you went to. Thank them for the dinner. Many men will actually say to me, I was so appreciative, like my God, she thanked me when she got home. She thanked me again. Now, the next day, if you are interested, and this is to answer your question, John, if you're interested in this girl and would like to see her again, beautiful. You went home, you didn't ask her out again. The next morning, not six in the morning, but maybe a little later, 10, 11 o'clock, good morning. I just wanted to let you know I had a wonderful time with you, and I really hope we get to do this again, period, and see what she says. I promise you a girl that's interested is going to follow up with, oh my God, yes, that was so fantastic. Next time we have to go to that Italian restaurant you mentioned, you will get feedback like that, which is a thumbs up, of course, that there is another date to follow. And of course, if you get set up by the Black Tie Club, one of the most wonderful things we do, the most valuable things we do is we give you feedback the next day. So we speak to both the men and the women. We give you feedback. You know exactly where you stand. And that makes it so much easier as well. 
Um, so yeah, so that's what I would do, a follow-up with the text, and that's perfect, and wait for the response. And so Amelia asked, which I think is also a really good question, is, you know, what happens when you, you, you know, you, you've met somebody, presumably maybe online or not, but you meet them in person, and you're looking for something long-term, but they're not. Right. So Amelia, is your question, do you mean after the one date, or you're asking after several dates? Is she writing or I don't I don't see. Um, I can't tell. Several, several. Oh, okay. So then Amelia, just ending it very kindly and being very honest, you know, I, and again, this goes into other things, which I know I have a feeling we might have to talk about next time. Honesty across the board, not just honest with your profile picture, not just honest with photos, not just being honest on the first date, being honest throughout. When you really start a relationship like that, people respect that and you and you form a relationship, you form an honest relationship. So if things are going and you're dating someone and all of a sudden several weeks go by, it could be a month or two, and you realize you're both not wanting the same thing, that's what you say. And you tell the person, you know, like Michael, sorry, I'm always using Michael. Sorry, Michael. Um, but you know, Michael, you know, I just want to let you know, I, I really enjoyed your company and I really love getting to know you. But what I've been learning about you is that we really want two different things. And I really don't think this is going to be long term. See what he says. See what the reason is. Why doesn't he want the same thing as you? What is it that he's looking for that you're not? And if you realize there's no common ground, like you cannot come to a compromise, then you have to be very polite and say, I wish you the best of luck. Um, and I hope you find what you're looking for. You know, I always tell people, give someone a chance. Um, <laughs> <that's funny. laughs> um, give someone a chance, right? But at the same time, I don't think people should waste their time. And after several dates and after getting to know someone and knowing what their end goal is, if it does not match your end goal, I don't believe in just carrying on, but don't ghost each other. I hate that. I, I can't comprehend in this day and age how many people do that. We are all, a majority of us are adults. Um, let them know, you know, listen, I'm so sorry to work out because you would be amazed how many times someone speaks so highly, even though they got broken up with. Wow, she was such a class act. She told me the truth. I was, she wasn't interested in anymore. And, um, you know, and that made me feel so good. And you never know down the road, a guy that bumps into this ex of yours, who's like, wait, I went out with Amelia. You want to know something? Great girl, class act. You rather them say that than listen, things were going great. I don't know what happened. She just stopped calling, stopped texting. She totally ghosted me. You don't want your bad, you know, your name to be run around like that. So I think honesty is the best policy and never, ever, ever ghost anyone. There's no reason for it. It's ridiculous. Here, here's a, somebody wrote this one in. How can somebody handle a situation where they just don't feel connection during that first date? Like what's some attackful way of kind of so that. yeah so and and that happens for obvious reasons for both men and women continue the date please don't like go to the bathroom and say all of a sudden your best friend called you with an emergency you know that has been used so many times and it is just so not nice but you could shorten the date you know it's okay that after you eat your meal if you're for dinner if he's like would you like dessert no you know what i'm not going to i'm, I'm a little tired tonight i think you know me getting to bed early is a better choice be polite, always be kind. Once again, it's your time, it is their time, and you're not always going to hit it off. 
But I think kindness is so important and make sure you respectfully wait to the end of the date and then you could leave together. You know, I've had one or two people, not me personally, tell me a story that they just walked out of a date because it was just not, and nobody was over actually pictures, not the connection, rather pictures of someone not looking like themselves. And they were so turned off that after like 10, 15 minutes, they left. Again, this is what happens when people are filtering their pictures so much. So I would think be courteous of the other person and you can shorten a date, but finish the date, finish the date. And then, you know, obviously go home. Sure. He says, walk the woman to the car. And always walk the woman to the car. Absolutely. What are some common uh, first date mistakes to avoid? Um, first date, oh my God, there's so many. Well, first and foremost, don't talk about exes. This is not the time nor the place. Do not talk about exes. Majority of us have an ex, whether it's ex-husband, ex-wife, ex-girlfriend or boyfriend. That's for a later date. You don't have to start bashing someone that you've been with and you don't want someone to be threatened by someone you've been with either. Second thing, don't air your dirty laundry. And I'm not even talking about exes. We all have a past and you might be 45 today, but you weren't who you were when you were 35 or 25. And in what, in 10 years, you're going to be a different person also. They are meeting you the person who's in front of them today at 45. So don't start airing your dirty laundry. You don't have to have all your skeletons come out of the closet on your first date. And then the other things of what I told you to do is almost like the opposite. The looking at your phone, even if you're not texting, looking at your phone as if something is more important that's gonna be on your phone. Um, you know, again, looking around the room, you know, doing that, looking that like, you know, if you're a man looking at other women that walk by, oh God, that is awful, awful, awful. Um, again, walking a woman to a car. I've had on great dates, a man not walk a woman to her car and believe it or not, the women was hesitant to go. Women love that. It shows that you care. You want her to get to her car safely. That's super important. Um, if there's valet, Again, I know a lot of people, you know, people feel differently about this, but the more and more dates, and especially today, um, if you both valet your car, it is super kind and courteous and generous for a man to offer to pay for her valet. Um, women come back all the time and tell me he paid for my valet. That was so incredibly sweet. Or let's say the man lives in Miami, the woman's in Boca. Men drive to the women on the first date. It is super kind. You know, it is, it's a rule of thumb. If a man really wants to meet a woman, he will move mountains to meet her. He will walk through fire to meet her, show her that. It doesn't mean every time you're going to Boca, but there are situations where maybe there's this hot restaurant in Miami, the woman is dying to go to, and she's like, oh my God, I'll come, I'll Uber. Again, it is not a given, but to offer to pay for her Uber to go to Miami, super kind, super generous, super courteous. Um, I have I have one for you. I, I just just happened to me recently where I was on a first date with somebody. I picked, she's like pick the place, and so I picked this place I'd never been to in uh, you know downtown West Palm Beach. And when I got in there, it was so mobbed and so loud that even though we were eating in the dining room, we were meeting in the dining room, it was so loud I could barely hear her and I would have to like basically say what or you know have a repeat herself <laughs> scream in my ear or just nod my head in fake agreement <laughs> that, I, that I understood something at some point because I felt bad asking her to constantly repeat herself but um you know just knowing where you're going and knowing that it's conducive to um uh having an actual conversation and not like you know um uh, a packed bar 
No, that's it. John, that's actually an excellent point. Um, and a few other little things. Don't discuss medical issues. Um, you'd be surprised. See, I need to consult with you, uh, Cheryl, before I, I make my, <laughs> I make my baby. But, uh, so go ahead. Um, sorry. Oh, no, that's okay. I was just doing just a few more little things in there. I see the time. I know we have to hurry this up really fast. Um, but don't talk about medical issues on a date. Some people might have them. That's fine if you want to share them one day. Do not talk about that on a first date. Um, and don't, and uh, this is really more towards women. Um, don't talk about how much you want a relationship. You don't want to sound too eager or desperate. So you're there. You're there for a reason. You don't need to talk about how you really can't wait to have a relationship and can't wait to get married. It's very overwhelming. So just be more relaxed. And I always say this, be the date you want to have. So just picture what you want this guy to walk away saying about you. Make sure that's who you are. So be the date you want to have and be yourself. 